Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said, which is titled, Give It 20 Minutes. It's a true That's What She Said sort of title. This is for all my peeps who have trouble with the physical world, meaning if you find it really, really difficult uh, to write a letter and then put it in an envelope, seal it, put a stamp on it, and then actually get it to the post office, which is the hardest part. If you're like, why do I have to eat three times a day? Every day. Like, I feel like if I just eat more today, I can just eat less yesterday and or tomorrow and it will be better. If you are like, my God, the cooking, the cleaning, the laundry, the get the gas. If, the, if your hell, your personal hell is like a crowded grocery store full of people just pushing their carts right in front of you to block you at every turn in the grocery store while you're trying to just get like two things and get out of there, then you can feel me with the physical world problems. So my personal way of dealing with this is, of course, to not deal with it at all for a long time. The physical world was just completely and totally my enemy. And I was really good at do the things, study the things, do the tests. When it comes to gym class, when it comes to cooking, when it comes to cleaning, just do the bare fucking minimum to get by and do your best to ignore it because the physical world is so, so hard. And then eventually it gets really, really bad. And it's so bad at that point that you have to take care of it and you can just batch it at that point. There is an alternative and that's what I want to talk about, which is what if you gave the hard things 20 minutes? For example, paperwork, right? There was a week... A couple of weeks ago, I met with my accountant and with my lawyer in the same day. And then I was like, just shoot me because that is so fucking adult. It hurts. But paperwork. Uh, my lawyer sends over documents. Can you please review these and send these back over? Oh, what if you just give it 20 minutes? Contracts. Things that are just titled documents. Like, oh God, we all have documents. Anything that requires stamps. Bill paying of all kinds. They fall under the paperwork category. I loathe paperwork, but if I set a timer and say, I'm going to work on this for 20 minutes and I can stop working when those 20 minutes are over, typically that shit gets done in under five minutes. It's stuff that is important, but it's not time consuming and it 
is much, 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 much larger in my brain than it is in real life. And for lack of a better term, it takes up more bandwidth in my brain than it does when I actually do the task. Actual length of task, three minutes. Time spent thinking about and avoiding and dreading task, so, so many hours. So give it 20 minutes. Do you have paperwork that needs to be done, and can you give it 20 minutes? The same thing applies to customer service, which is a very physical world. My shipment didn't get shipped. My stuff didn't show up. It's late. It's My contract is somewhere. The payments, blah, 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 blah. There's all sorts of customer service stuff, right? 20 minutes. I don't know what that, you know, you don't know what to do with the problem, so you hope it goes away. It's not going away. Can you address it within 20 minutes? You want to say no, but you feel bad about it? Say no. No is a complete sentence. No thank you is a complete sentence. No I can't, but she can is a complete sentence. Give it 20 minutes. You're really fucking annoyed and you don't want to respond at all, but you have to. Give it 20 minutes and a lot of love. You're really embarrassed because you messed up? Give it 20 minutes. Own up to it. Make it right. Boom. You're good to go. Follow-up is the next very difficult physical world thing, which is not so much selling as these are people who are already sort of in the groove with you. So they've inquired about your services and you didn't respond to them. Or you responded once, but not two or three or four times in that way where you're really diligently managing your business. You have peeps who recently joined your email list or they showed up at an event or they showed up for one of your events and you haven't just welcomed them or said hello or introduced yourself or sent them the offer that they signed up for or whatever it is, in your 20-minute follow-up slot, you can do that. You had peeps who said that they would think about it, and then they floated away to that space where they go when there's just lots of dot, dot, dot in between everything. You can totally circle back, ask them how they're doing, ask if they have any follow-up questions, say you'll check in in 72 hours and get that ball rolling again. These are all really short emails. These are like bloop, 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 or really short returning a voicemail, bloop, 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 bloop. But your brain is going to give them way more bandwidth than they actually take. There are also peeps who are probably due for another product or service from your company. Something that you can give to them or they showed interest in something Like, I can't wait to hear when your new thing comes out. But then they didn't buy the new thing. So that's when you can send a promo code and say, hey, here's the new thing. Just wanted to make sure you saw it. Follow-up is a really short cycle. I can respond to like 10 follow-up emails in no time at all. But the amount of time that I spend thinking about it is absolutely absurd relative to the amount of time it takes to do it. The same thing I've noticed goes with cleaning, like actual physical world mopping and sweeping and dusting and swiping and just general cleansing of physical spaces. It seems really, 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 really huge. But if you make it a game, which is I'm going to set a timer and I'm going to do everything I can do for 20 minutes, you'll quickly find that if your whole house is a fucking disaster, don't do it this way. Just choose a room and be like, I'm going to do as much as I can in one room. If your whole house is vaguely clean, you can do this in 20 minutes. Just do the whole house. You can do go-go gadget laundry, which is simply, okay, we're going to fold as much laundry as we possibly can in 20 minutes. Go. You can do yard work, like I'm going to rake those leaves for 20 minutes. Go. You can choose five things to donate because obviously the overwhelm of, oh my God, I am drowning in shit that I don't need. Choose five things, put them in a bag, put them by the front door. They're being donated. Bada bing, bada boom. 
when it comes to politics, it's completely overwhelming and you're probably just in the same loop of reinforcing your opinions about existing candidates. Have you checked in and read about these are the people running for attorney general or senator or House of Representatives or other smaller things in my area? Because it doesn't take long to learn about them. It doesn't take long um, to make very basic assumptions and have enough knowledge to be able to vote really responsibly on November 8th. So that's a good place to spend 20 minutes instead of like the BuzzFeed, Trump, newsy news, news, Twitter times, right? Um, I recently, this is a total aside, but I'm going through my outline really fast so I can tell you. I recently went to a Hillary rally. First off, I've never been to a political rally of any kind. I have been to pep rallies for football games in high school and that is it. So I didn't know what to expect. And there was zero managing of expectations. So it's supposed to start at 8.45 and it's 8.50, it's 9 o'clock, it's 9.10, it's 9.15, it's 9.30, it's 9.32. No one has said anything. There's just music and nobody is letting us know what's going on. So I had the experience of spending 47 minutes of just pure past the time when it was supposed to start. Really tight quarters. Everybody's standing in front of this platform for Hillary with a very small, very short man in front of me, just farting continuously. And it's really funny and really terrible, and I was really pissed, but then there's this part of me that's like, listen, it's 45 minutes to stand up for what you believe in and to believe in the future of democracy, which is in some way totally worth it. So was that hard? Yeah. Did I want to be farted on? No. Was the crowd huge and weird and you had to go through TSA security and all sorts of checkpoints and signed forms? Yeah, it was totally inconvenient. And it was also really worth it in some way to take part in the political process because that's hard for me. It's hard for me to tune into the news and care because I usually find it completely overwhelming and it's usually that's happening, happening elsewhere. There's nothing I can do about that versus... Hillary's been campaigning for what seems like her entire life and I can go and show up and uh, and be a person who shows my support because I would hope that um, if the rules were reversed, women who believed in stuff would show up for me. So I did and that was hard because politics are hard. <laughs> in the physical world, there's also relationship and again, tiny tangent, Hermione and I, the dog, have been in like this weird limbo place where she is just, she's very old and her bladder is very sad. And so no matter how many times I walk her a day, she ends up peeing on the floor multiple times. And this is very irritating for me. But today I took her on a long ass walk and I was like, this in no way buys me any time that you're not going to pee on the floor, but like you still deserve long walks. And it wasn't that long. I mean, it was a mile, but her mile is like a good 45 minutes because she sniffs everything. But that's all it took to get me back in, like, oddly enough, my dog relationship. But to get rid of the resentment that's like, oh, you just pee all the time. And for her to be like, mom never walks me a long time. Right? Like, we're good now. In relationship, you can do that same thing. You can set aside 20 minutes to be with your partner or your friend or your coworker, your parent, your employee, your child, whomever. It doesn't have to be this big, giant thing. You can just tell the truth about what's happening and where you are right now, and you can totally have the timer when it goes off. That's it. But you can let your walls down for 20 minutes because that's also 
really difficult and really essential. And your brain is going to be way busy coming up with all the scenarios in which you are wrong or they are wrong or it goes horribly wrong or you have this one conversation and it means that you get a divorce starting tomorrow. And it's probably not that big a deal. Healing doesn't have to be this very big deal that takes all this time and energy. It doesn't have set time frames, right? There isn't any clause anywhere that says healing has to take 77 hours of continuous talking or three years of perfect living because healing can take place in an instant. And clearing out the debris and emotional clutter, it doesn't have to be this very weighty, horrible enterprise that involves months of ongoing therapy. It can be that, and it can look like that, but sometimes it's just being honest. It's asking for forgiveness. It's asking for an apology. It's clearing the air. It's admitting the truth. It's saying, I'm really fucking grumpy right now, and I'm sorry. (laughs) It's asking for help or support or kindness or patience. It's this ongoing daily thing that has to happen. So much of my frustration with the physical world is just, it's so daily. I just wish I could batch all of it. Like if I could just eat once a week and have it last for the whole week and then not have to worry about that. And then sleep once a week and have that last for the whole week and not have to worry about that. It would be magnificent. The daily nature of life is really, really frustrating to me. But I've found that when I'm willing to do, okay, whatever it is, set a timer for 20 minutes and take it on, it's so much easier and so much simpler. And I don't have to keep pushing things till tomorrow or later or when I have four hours or when I have 12 hours or when I have three days or seven days or 12 days. And that, of course, brings us to the way that we do our biggest work in the world. Uh, It's easy to push that back. Like if you want to write a novel, it's easy to say that you're going to take a sabbatical and take three months off and write that novel. And the truth is that may never happen. You might have to do your novel or your great work or your painting or whatever it is you want to do. You might have to do it 20 minutes at a time. And that's okay. In fact, that's beautiful because it's so much easier to do the hard thing every day for 20 minutes. That is so much easier than trying to do the hard thing for eight hours once a month. Because you're out of the rhythm, and you don't exactly know how to find your way into it, and you don't know how to stay in it, and you certainly don't know how to stay in it for any period of time. So 20 minutes. I was at a conference, I guess it would be called, workshop, and Elizabeth Gilbert said, I write in two ways, by divine inspiration and by the kitchen timer. So that shit's not sexy. I realize this. 20 minutes at a time is not fucking sexy, but it is really doable. So this seemingly impossible work of bringing your heart into the open through a practice of doing whatever lets you slip into flow through creation, whether that's picking up your camera or writing or making a class or designing or making music or doing yoga or writing letters, whatever it is, do that shit. Do it for 20 minutes at a time if that's what it takes. And it's okay if that's what it takes. That's often how my days start. That writing is the first thing that happens. It's generally the most important thing that happens. And I only make myself do it for 20 minutes. After the 20 minutes, I can reassess. Okay, do I want to do another 20 minutes? Or am I like, no, I fulfilled my contract with myself and I am out. Some days there's more in the well and I can keep going. It's many days. And some days it's just like, nope, that was terrible. But I did my 20 minutes. So whatever it is. Whatever hard thing it is, whether it's getting the mail to the post office or getting the donations to the appropriate services 
or getting the dry cleaning dropped off or picked up or getting the laundry done, whether it's taking care of customer service or getting people to hire you for follow-up, whether it's clearing your inbox of emails or cleaning your closet or getting your house to be somewhat moderately presentable for yourself, whether it's participating in politics or whether it's making some element of a relationship that's important to you right, 20 Minutes is this amazing, wonderful place where you can get into it, you can enter into it, and you can see truly how fast it goes and how you're like, oh, that was that was so much less stressful than my brain made it out to be. That is a beautiful thing. I promise. And once you've got physical world moderately sort of under control, not completely because you can't ever completely control it, just somewhat under control, <laughs> you can begin to look at what is it that you want to make in the world? What is it that you can work on for 20 minutes that's really fucking important to you and that you believe matters? Even if no one else sees its value, even if you don't see its value, some part of you knows that it's important to you and some part of you understands that without it, your soul is not going to be alive or it's going to die a little bit. What is it that you need to do and can you give it 20 minutes? That's it, because I believe you can do that. I believe that you can take part in the unfolding of your own soul through 20 minutes a day. I also believe that you can do really hard or difficult or challenging or just tasks in 20 minutes a day too. And that's how we get better at bringing our best work to the surface and simultaneously at making sure that our houses don't fall down due to neglect. (laughs) Our literal or metaphorical houses, whatever you want. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. This week I am off to steer your ship in San Diego. I will be swimming with otters. I will be whale watching. I will be coaching the shit out of six bright souls who are coming to me. And I cannot fucking wait to see what happens. May you know the wonder and awe of tuning into your soul for 20 minutes a day and may you also get every envelope that needs a stamp stamped into the post office and mailed may you get enough sleep may your meal planning take care of itself may your follow-up be joyful may your relationships know the instant of healing that can take place and that's open to you at any time thanks so much for listening and i'll see you next week Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. 
www.thepowerofthenewsletter.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.